0: We, we often think that like, if we, we don't, if we want to be successful, we look to other people who are successful or whose messages we think are clear. And then the instinct can be, if we don't know where to go, to try and model our own messaging after their model. And then we're just doing their messaging and not ours. I've always felt and I was born with several qualities. I
1: have always felt small. told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see.
0: And I'm proud to be an individual.
1: This podcast is for you, the unconventional
0: leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted.
1: Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up, use their voice, and make an impact in this world. Hey, y'all hope you're having an awesome awesome day today i wanted to give you just a little sneak peek uh behind the scenes of a little call we had for one of our mastermind groups a few weeks ago uh this was with lila smith who is the founder of say things better she uh, was an actress for years and years and then used those skill sets to now teach people how to connect better with their audiences, with their tribe, and attract the right people into their circle. I recently started taking acting classes because I'm, I, I want to become a better communicator myself. And one of the things that stuck out with me so much so far <laughs> in my lessons, my very elementary uh, expertise here on acting, is the emphasis on intention. When you say a line in acting, they'll say, what is your intention with this? I'm right now working on a monologue and I'm writing each line of the monologue. And uh, my instructor is having me write the intention for each line. So when I'm saying this, there's, I've already thought through what my intention is before I say it. And it's crazy, y'all. That's, that's, that's emphasis is put on acting, but in our day-to-day lives as leaders and as influencers and people who are putting out work do we think about that? Do we set intention before we open our big traps? You know what I'm saying? Before we be jumping on lives and doing all this stuff. And I'm not saying we need to have some big, you know, meeting, board meeting with ourselves before we open our mouths. But man, the the implications of intention and, and the words that we use and the energy that we're putting out is so important because as Lila says in this call, you know, that's what attracts your people to you. That's what attracts your tribe. And so it's not so much as logically having to think through how am I going to gather tribe around these missions and these things. Instead, we need to think of how can I connect more with my deeper mission and intention and the right people are going to be drawn to me. This was such a powerful call. Now, please keep in mind that this call was intended just for our mastermind and it was recorded over Zoom and it was a group call. So it's messy. It wasn't intended to be a a podcast interview, but it was so powerful that I wanted to share the first uh, 20 minutes of it with you guys because I think it's uh, really helpful for for leaders. All right, y'all, I'm gonna finish my coffee. It's my third cup for the day and listen to this interview with you guys. Hope you have an awesome, awesome day. I'm in your corner. I'm just gonna connect with our awesome guest, uh, Lila. I met her via LinkedIn. A few weeks ago, on a LinkedIn series that I started uh, randomly, Lila just had like this incredible connection energy about her. Like when I I interview a lot of people, and um, Lila, you had something where you like, I felt like I knew you immediately. Like when I, I see him. When, when I talked to you, I was just like, oh wow! So this is a gift. It's really a gift. And when we talked about connection. In in the lab, you were the first name that popped in my head. I was like, I hope Lila. Oh, on that. I love um, that. Lila, tell us a little bit just about what you do professionally.
0: Say things better is really about intentional communication. There are steps to it. It's a method that you can follow. But if it's just a philosophy that you that you want to just incorporate into your life simply, think about setting your intentions before you communicate with somebody, either by talking or by listening. Just what do you want people to feel as a result of being in a room with you? And what do you want them to get out of that time? So that sometimes looks like messaging consulting for entrepreneurs who don't know what about their story they should be talking about. So I help them to get clear on that. And clarity in messaging is, is everything because you just want people to have it be really easy to say, Oh, this is what Heather does. And this is what Lila does. So I help people with that and help them to clarify their message, and then also strategize about how to get it out there, how to get people to know about you and what you're doing. So that's most of what I do. And then I also travel internationally as a speaker talk, talking about say things better and about intentional communication.
1: So I'm in her mastermind group, and I've just had so many aha moments uh, with my own messaging. <laughs> What's interesting is I've been putting out content for years. And I feel like I'm fairly comfortable with meeting people and strangers and all of that. But when we did our interview, Lila, like you asked me something and I just I was like, I have no idea. And that's what you said about the intention of what do you want people to feel when they, you know, connect with you. And I'm constantly communicating with people and I've never asked myself that question. And what I love about what you do is you go a little bit deeper than the Hi, my name is Heather Parity and I help people with content marketing. You know what I mean? Like you go to another level of depth with yeah. your message. And I think that's what, as our community, our community is really interested in right now is, you know, we, we've kind of been struggling with, okay, I, this is my mission statement. This is my title. This is exactly the bullet point of what I do, where we really want to dive in deeper with people, make a real connection, make a real impact for our work. Because sometimes our work changes and shifts a little bit in our methods. Yeah. Change. Um, and you're all about our work,
0: yeah.
1: our work changes, but
0: we don't really change. The things that are important to us as human beings never really change. And the things that are important to us about our work never really changes either. So I can call out things that I learned in 10 plus years acting professionally in New York City and around the country on tours. And those things that I enjoyed would sound a lot like the stories of the things that I enjoyed running the e-commerce department at DNA Footwear in New York City, which I did for three years, you know, before I left to do this full time. So the stories that we think of when we think about what makes us proud of ourselves or if somebody else were to tell this story, I would be so happy to know that they felt it, it would been special too. So those are good questions to ask yourself. Like, how do you want people talking about you? What are the things that you really like that feel good to you? In your communication and your work, how do you how do you feel about those things? We we often think that like if we, we don't, if we want to be successful, we look to other people who are successful or whose messages we think are clear, and then the instinct can be if we don't know where to go to try and model our own messaging after their model, and then we're just doing their messaging and not ours. So you know I'm not going to try to be Gary Vee. I'm not going to try to be Heather Parody. Like, I'm just Lila Smith. This is the only person I can be. So finding the things about that that are special and first thinking about what of what the things about me are special to me? What do I like about myself the most? Those are hard questions to ask sometimes, especially for women, but really for, for anybody who hasn't even touched the surface of that kind of self-reflection. So I do ask a lot of deep questions And I ask people to take inventory of their own life. What from minute to minute are the changes, the things that you're doing, the things that you're interested in, the people that you like being around? What does that tell you about yourself? And then if you can find the stories in your life that kind of connect to or are more examples of that stuff, that's where you should focus on your messaging first, regardless of what your product or service is, because that stuff will always change.
1: Can you give us maybe an example of... (laughs) um, maybe a client you've worked with real or fake or whatever. No, let's That's do it with
0: like you right it. now. Yeah. Um, let's do it live. Like this is what coaching with me looks like is I'll ask these questions. So, um, tell me about a time today so far or yesterday that you felt like you really nailed it. I
1: just did a LinkedIn interview right before
0: this call.
1: And, um, we stayed on after the fact and had, I we had to stop the conversation because of, because of this call where we were just back and forth with each other. I felt like we just met each other, but I felt a, a genuine connection with him. I don't, it's, it's so hard to explain because some people you just like, it's there and some times it's not, like it's rigid and this just felt like, yeah. let's go get some coffee and like hang out. Um, okay. And it just felt really good because the content wasn't forced. It felt, um,
0: it felt just genuine. Okay. So the content of the conversation is one thing that I'll ask you about. What were the things that you were talking about that felt really natural to you to talk about? So that's one thing that I'll ask you about. Because you mentioned you mentioned it. It's not because everybody um, is going to be finding that important. Hmm. But it was important to you enough to say it. So I'm listening to you. Wow. I'm calling out that you said the content made it feel natural. So I'll ask you for more about that. Another thing that I'll ask you about is what made you... Um, what made you want to continue the conversation with this person and use your time for for that? When you decide to spend your time on something that you don't have to, you know, your, your appointment time is up, that shows that you feel really good about it. So what was it about this person? Like you said, there's not always a click. And for me, that's not necessarily true. Like I click with a lot of people, so I probably wouldn't have said the same thing. And and so that tells me more. It tells me that whoever that person is, this man or what was it, guy? Yes. Yeah. So this guy uh, is probably some in some form like the communication partners you should be trying to attract more of, because the people that you spend your time working with, whether you're serving them or they're serving you or both, those are the, that kind of energy will fuel you more. Your messaging should connect to the people who give you the energy to do your work the way that you love to do it. Because when you love to do what you're doing, you don't have to focus on what, what stories am I telling? What are the bullet points? It just happens naturally because you're in your happy place. So the people who are your happy place and the content that were your happy place. So give me um, one example of something that came up in your conversation with him that you felt you could have gone on about
1: forever. We were talking about genuine connection and really caring about the people we work for, for from a holistic perspective and not just our project, like clocking in and out of work. Like, oh, I'm going to do this website for you and it's done. Check. Actually taking time with the person we're working for because we care about their outcome even when our contract is over with them.
0: And I really so that's that. That about them. Yeah. That's a value statement. And you know, not everybody is going to want to work. Let's think about this in terms of, you know, and this doesn't have to be something that you do, but let's say you were um, an engineer and what you did was develop software. You could do that and have that be your value statement. That when I work on projects, it's really important to me that the quality of the connection I have with the people that I work with is strong so that they trust that I will be there following the event, that they trust my expertise during it because our connection is open that we can ask questions and answer them and have that flow so that could be a very important thing for you working that way that could also be a very important thing for you if you're a writer working with a publisher that could also be a very important thing for you if you're in a relationship and you're looking to find a potential mate a potential partner um, somebody that has that kind of open trusting invested communication with you that quality time in communication is important to you So those are three different potential things you could choose to do in your life. That one value statement, this is important to me. That will be something that applies to everything. So I'm listening to you and I'm hearing the things that you're saying, and I'm just repeating it back to you. It's very simple work that I do. It's just a matter of being trained to listen. What I'm looking for in my head is who's Heather's communication partner. What does that person look like? Because when you're talking with your messaging to them, Or you're seeking out people like that to engage with on social media and build those relationships, build that community. It's really only worth it to do that if you're invested in the people that are going to be invested back in you. The people who are going to be giving you the life and energy that you need to not feel like this is a burden. It shouldn't just be about strategy. This should be about having fun. It's social media, <laughs> you know. Nobody is um, like performing brain surgery yet via social media, although it's only a matter of time. You know, you're going to be you wherever you are. So the things that energize you, the things that make you feel really good, identify those things. Ask yourself, what about this was really successful? When you feel like you nailed it, it's probably because you were fully in yourself. You were active with him. You felt safe being with him. You felt like. You could have the kind of conversations that were important to Heather Parity about whatever the content was. And, and we can ask about the content too, to see does that help me direct your messaging now for what you're doing now or create a series of products around that, that you can offer people. But the idea is that that's the stuff that's going to change. The value statements are not pulling out what made you feel really good. Uh, that tells me what, what kind of communication partner will be your ideal person to connect with? And we were going to talk about um, engagement on social media and commenting and what I've done on LinkedIn specifically. We can go into that now if you want. Or if sure. you can. Uh, yeah?
1: before we transition into that, is there any questions that you guys have about everything that she just said? What I heard her saying was that, you know, thinking about connecting, sometimes I know I try to connect with everybody and force <laughs> myself into who they're expecting. And what I heard you saying, Lila, correct me if I'm wrong, is that it's a self-awareness thing of like becoming more of yourself and more present of who you are and your gifts and attracting those right people into your life. And that's how you build the genuine connection. Is that correct?
0: That's right.
1: Is there any questions on, on that specifically before we transition into uh, some of her LinkedIn ideas and comments and all that? I mean, I think it's fantastic. I don't have any questions. I want to hear. I don't want to talk because I want to hear more of what you have to share. But yeah, you're welcome. I, I'll say that it's really interesting, because um, I, I know you're kind of stepping into this space and sharing with us, which we genuinely value. Thank you. Uh, but it's really interesting to see how these conversations are building on one another and teasing each other out, uh, which is also one. Good job, Heather, on bringing people that I mean, are speaking truth and in these different perspectives, because um, I feel like so much of what you're saying is like the next iteration of some of the conversations we've already had. Um, so I want to hear more of what you have to say. I, I could talk forever, but I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> well, then
0: you and I should have our own conversation because you're probably my ideal communication partner. The people who get excited about the things I have to say, those are the people whose stuff I want to hear. It's just like that. It's just like that. Whatever you are doing then, I want to I feel good about the way that I communicate. So I want to feel like the way that I walk into a room, the things that I bring to the table are appreciated, are wanted, so that I can feel comfortable providing as much value as I can. This is the value that I have to offer. So people who are really more comfortable with like soft, quiet communicators who don't interrupt ever. <laughs> it's not me. You know, I, I do my best, but like I'm so excited about people. And I like for people to feel comfortable in conversations with me that it's like, yeah, this idea, and then also this one, and then also this, and then more of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me more of that. So I already know we would have a very productive conversation because that kind of communication style is cool with you and you want more of it. That's how that works. And now I'm excited about that phone call, whenever that is. So that putting it on a calendar doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like, oh, another thing that I have to do for work. I work for myself. Nobody is telling me that I have to do anything except me. I don't have to work for anybody else ever again. And if I, I mean, if I want to, then it would be because they're my communication partners. They're the kind of people who create an environment, an atmosphere that, that aligns with my value statement. I value creativity and community and fun. I don't like for people to take themselves too seriously or take me too seriously either. I have a lot of value to add instead to so other people, but I don't need it to look a, like a very rigid way or the same every day. And some people are much more comfortable in that kind of structure. So for those people, it's their communication partner. That very corporate structure feels good to them. It's predictable. They know what to do in order to rise to the next level. They know what to do in order to politically navigate conversations. And so they're comfortable there. I'm extremely uncomfortable there because I don't want to have to navigate. I want to be myself. And myself is not a navigator. Myself is like a a fire hydrant that you open and it's like, (laughs) you know, that's, that's me. Like try to put that in one conference room and then like in a cubicle. And it's like, where do we go with all of this? So I'm different and you're different too. We're all, we're all different. So it just was a good example of that next step, right? Steve made a comment that he wanted more of what I had to say. He could keep, that he could keep talking forever too. And so that told me what I needed to know. This is going to be a conversation I want to have more of. I don't know what he does. It doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter right now. What matters to me is that no matter what I do in life and whatever he does, I already know we could have the kind of conversation that we click on that we support each other. So not everything has to be so strategic on social media or in conversations like this or in networking. It doesn't have to be people in my industry. I'm going to tell you right now that on on this call and we'll and we'll do it we can find opportunities for anybody and it doesn't matter what industry they're in and they can find them for us too if you're clear on what you offer and you're clear on what you want having your objective and, and your mission statements in mind you can you can make it very easy for people to help you or connect you to people so I help people with that too so we can play we can do something like that um, this has come up a lot on LinkedIn where I went from Like five thousand followers to twenty-five thousand followers to now almost thirty thousand. But that first, like, it was I think it was five hundred followers that I had um, like a year and a half ago, and then like within a year I was at twenty-five thousand. That's crazy. And yeah, and they're not all connections. A lot of them are just following. And I could be more intentional about like who's looking, whatever. But I really want the people who come to me. I want the people who try to connect. I want those in mails. I want those people who. Who come to me and say what you have to say is what I want to hear, and then I'll I'll dive in deeper into those relationships, and I don't have to sell anything. We had a conversation, Heather, when I was like, "What you're saying is exactly right for my mastermind,"
1: and I wouldn't have brought it up if it
0: hadn't been. If you had, somebody said to me the other day, um, "I'm looking for information on social selling on on LinkedIn," and I said, "Oh, you know what? You should talk to Judy Fox." because she has a ton of content that's exactly about that. And it's not that that's not what I'm doing, but I know that when someone says that, what she has to say is what they want. And she's great. So like, I don't, it's an abundance mindset too. There are so many millions of people out there who want what we have to offer. We don't need all of them. We need to be helpful to all of them. If somebody comes to me and says, I want a course in social selling. I say, go talk to Judy Box. Let her be your communication partner. You know, I'm not trying to force myself to fit into this little box.
1: Hey, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please take one moment. And head over to your Apple podcasting app and leave us a five-star review. We thank you so much for your support. And speaking of support, if you need a tribe of like-minded people, those who are going against the grain and will support you in your unconventional leadership, head over to Facebook and type in unconventional leaders. We would love to have you there. All right, my friends, here is a clip for an upcoming episode. I wanted to read a couple of stories to you really fast. I just want to get your natural take on it, because some people some people believe in like demons and the spirit realm mm-hmm. and all that stuff. What's your take on it?
0: Pretty much not a believer. <laughs> I will say that there's some weird stuff that happens sometimes that you're like, Is there something else? But personally, I I don't believe in much of anything outside of the world.
1: That's why this is going to be a great conversation because I do. I believe in all of that stuff. And so you're practical and I'm not practical. So first of all, to start this off, let me ask you,